This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It it freaks out. I need a new one. I just it has the it has the ding in it from when I was in England and dropped it off my friend Harry's dorm bed, and it has it has it has flour all over it from when I big pie, and it has stuff on it from New Zealand, and I just like I'm attached to it. So, I have two stories based on that. Number mm-hmm. one, in my old digital camera case back when people had digital cameras instead of just use their cell phones what for is everything. this madness i know i had an uno card because in french class we would play uno for the last like 30 minutes of the 45 minute class because mm-hmm. whatever and we would play uno and that uno card was always in that thing and i started writing every place that card had been because like went with me to the philippines it's been with me to mexico to the caribbean to uh where else and i put like hong kong like i started that uno card had traveled around the world with me mm-hmm. basically so that was my uno card number two you're talking about dings for the first time in my like seven years of having an iphone i cracked my screen you did i recracked my screen but luckily i think it's just the shell Look, it, well, okay it's just the top of it oh you're right so and it's barely the screen that you but see and it it was fine i did it on thursday i was like i dropped off my car in my parking structure at work so i could head to the airport to go to san francisco and i was like getting my luggage out of my trunk and it, it slammed and hit the ground and i was like dang it and i didn't look at it right away until i was in my lift and i looked at it and i was like that is a crack and at the moment you couldn't feel anything and now you can feel it um so it's just getting worse but i'm getting the new phone at the end of october anyway but it just makes me very sad it like bothers me. it's like not covering the actual screen portion just the little white part at the top and it bothers me every time Two, i look at my phone three four Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to me, it is great. Hi, I'm Kimmy. I'm Kelsey. And this is Talk 30 Rock to me. To me. Um, I totally sw- I gender swapped us, except we're the same gender. But like, I swapped us. I don't know why I threw gender to this. Oh, like who? I went. Uh, I know. I heard you starting, and then I was like, <laughs> I'm doing it today. Watch me, Kimmy's taking control of this episode today. That's what I do. I'm a fan. That's I'm what fan. I do. Uh, how are you? I'm well. It's we had a break. I know it was uh, nobody else we knows that, but we did. We were on a break. I know we were only on a break. <laughs> In our in our hearts, not yeah. in the actual internet. It was kind of weird. Like yeah, to, like, get it's so strange when I haven't talked to you in three days. <gasps> right? Like, what's happening, in Kelsey's <laughs> like, life? The world broke down. I know. But we're fine. We're back. It's true. We've got um, some fun stuff for the end of season three. Of yeah, we've got a lot. Kelsey has been trucking as I was <laughs> losing my mind over my comedy show that I was producing. That was amazing, by the way. Thank you, Kelsey, and her sister came in. It was the most wonderful thing that's happened in a long time. I like saw you because you didn't tell me you were coming. No, I didn't. So I saw you, and I legit. <laughs> was about to cry because <laughs> i was losing my mind because i just didn't know if anyone would come yeah and i thought i had invited some incredible comedians and uh, to perform two empty chairs and they didn't they performed to you there were a lot of th- the audience was mostly your friends and it I was mostly it. my <laughs> friends there was it took zach half of the show to figure that out too <laughs> he was like do you know everyone here and i was like yes <laughs> 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 i am very loving and supporting friends thank you so much um, particularly when he asked that he asked like who, who's here because of friends and family and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and everybody clapped but it was great and then I would be in the back and I'd hear everyone mouthing off and I'd know uh yep I would know yep. who it is it, yep <laughs> you're you're I was not a front row friend I was a third That's row always friend. Colin uh-huh my friend Colin who will be on this podcast soon is yes. always in the front row yes so I'm glad we're recapping not 30 Rock, but my comedy show. But I the produced. comedy show, it was fantastic. But it was great, and I and Un- I was gonna say there. unshareable, unusable, unusable, <laughs> unshareable, unshareable. <laughs> this comedy show was unshareable. <laughs> no, it was unusable, um, and it went really well, and I'm really proud of it. You should be. It yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it that. Great. It's scary to make things, as we know, right? Because we make things. We do on occasion. Oh no. Okay. We also buy things on occasion. Oh my gosh, that was one of our better <laughs> transitions. Kelsey, what have you bought on Amazon lately? I can what tell did you. I what buy? did I buy? Oh, I pre-bought my book club book. My book club book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already almost finished. I pre-bought it and it came in. And it's this book called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. And it's about the behind the scenes of making like 10 of the video games. Like most popular video Like Diablo and Far Cry and 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 uncharted and all and this blah, stuff blah, blah, blah. And yeah blah, and all these other nerdy things and, and i was not looking forward to reading the book and then i read it like i read like three quarters of the book on a flight up and i'm almost like up to san francisco so 
I greatly enjoyed it. And so if you are like a quasi nerd and you want to know the behind the scenes of video games, I highly recommend Blood, Sweat and Pixels. And that's what I bought on Amazon. Oh, I also bought my backpack that's sitting right it's there. It's nice. I noticed it. I was like, whoa, Kelsey's like a cool skater kid. Well, and it's because I have a backpack that I use when I travel and because I travel so much for work. But it's definitely like a Target $20 backpack that is just all canvas. And that one, though, has a spot where I can like charge my phone from the outside. Like there's... I was being nerdy and it was, I felt it's like really a nice. grown up purchase to make. No, that's but a I feel really like good I'm purchase. in high school again. <laughs> I'm like, eh, my backpack. But no, it's a really nice backpack. You have been doing Amazon well. I bought brass candlestick holders because I was in a mood. That was so grown up of you. I just, no, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to tell a story that makes everyone hate me. When I was in Iceland mm, and I was then. hanging out and I met some people at church and they took me, they had me over for dinner. Um, no, they basically just threw a really nice dinner and I noticed that she had brass candlesticks and ever since then I really wanted some. <laughs> so I just was in a mood the last week where I was like, dang it, I'm buying them. I like that. I need, I beautiful. W- can you see, you can't see them, but they're over there. Oh, I'll I do. I can see them. I like those. Those are very cute. They're mid-century those modern. You can have a clue themed dinner party now. I know. <laughs> Someone's just going to walk in and they're just going to, uh, yeah, what it is, I'll bake a cake and I'll stick one in it and then I'll paint it. There I like have go. blood coming out of the Ooh, cake. Like morbid. It'll be great. I'm. I was gonna say I'm a fan, and that's kind of creepy and weird. I know, but like, r- like strawberry jelly. Ooh, so I, I like that a lot. I'm no, a I for sure could do Clue. That's a great yeah. idea. So wi- I'm scared to ask this because I'm pretty sure your answer is gonna be no. Did you use our Amazon portal link to buy your brass <laughs> candlesticks? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, everybody else. Everybody else except me. <laughs> Go to BoardwalkAudio.com/slash/talk30rock to me. Click support our artists and buy stuff on Amazon from that link because it'll help us buy things. I think Kimmy and I said we have a new recorder that we want to buy. It's on our wish list. So you can either buy us an H6 and then ask people to buy it for us. Like we'll like register like we're getting married. Right. Just the it's one public wish list and you can like. It's just an H6. (laughs) Just an H6. So that's on our Christmas list. We have an H4. It's fantastic. Right. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. So use that link and we'd appreciate it and be kind of awesome. Anything Um, else? I'm trying to think. Oh. Um. I sent out some stickers to people because they left us reviews. I saw that. That was lovely. And yeah, shout out to our listener, Steve, who put it on his car. That's and really lovely. Yeah, there was a car in Ohio. And also, I didn't give her a shout out, but my friend Lee also put it on her car too. She did. She sent us a photo I of know. It, it made we me so happy. I'm very happy. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm a fan of cars representing Talk 30 Rock to me. I don't have one on my car. Because I, I, I think either. that might be weird to like promote your own podcast on the back of your car. Um, I'm gonna stick them up on at Nerd Melt. Oh, you should. I just haven't yet. I was thinking about that at Nerd Melt because there's a you made it weird sticker, and I was oh. like, man, I gotta do this. Well, I like that I was giving stickers to your friends. Like, you have stickers. They <laughs> walked up to me. They're like, we didn't know you have stickers, <laughs> and I was like, oh goodness gracious. <laughs> and you were saying they're like, uh huh. <laughs> I like, knew what I was asking when I left you with one of them. I was like, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yep, yep, it's great. I just mm-hmm. keep them in my purse, and it's here. Have a sticker. Have you a like business card. Like my wonderful and slightly embarrassing mom. I know, right? But it's like, like proud of myself, proud of us. I know our, our, our baby the I, podcast it is it's no, great you represent us well those those stickers are dope so leave a review and yeah. we will send you let us know and we uh, give us your address and we will come find no i'm kidding yeah we will find, find you. you we will send you a sticker mm-hmm. all right are we ready to ta- do we have anything oh no we're not gonna talk about this episode we have something else to talk about first 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 the Emmys really not did. intentionally but also it was convenient but I'm assuming you went to a party of some sort to watch the Emmys you mm. normally do I actually went to a party and said by the way we're watching the Emmys at this party <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't an Emmys was, party no it was, it was not at all <laughs> it was a friend's like a uh, housewarming and I told her she was she realized the Emmys she's like we'll have it on the background and then it didn't work right away and I was like at eight o'clock I, I walked up to her I'm like hey so here's the thing the Emmys are on at 8. That's when I was going to watch them. So either, like, if you want to watch them, I'm going to watch with you. Otherwise, I'm going to leave at 7.30. <laughs> and she was like, we'll watch them. Like, okay, because I will You're leave. Good. I will leave mm-hmm. so I can watch the Emmys. Do you watch the Emmys, like, Lost Party style? I think we've talked about that before where we used to go to Lost parties and, like, you did not say a word during No, episode. I find that people who are not in the industry don't care. 
and so they talked a lot and that's fine you were prepared for that you knew that that was going to happen yeah i i kind of knew and then when it happened i it just was a good chance for me to challenge my crazy oh there we go because i'm crazy when it comes to award Mm -hmm. shows you've seen it Mm -hmm. and um i felt bad because people i didn't know kept trying to talk to me conversationally and i just flat ignored them (laughs) like they were like that's why i am when i'm reading books yeah i don't talk there now literally like shut them out because i'm like i'm sorry stephen colbert is talking <laughs> what are you and, it, and then i'm like what is more important kimmy the emmys or human beings and i'm like mm. Let's think about, i mean no. there are human beings at the emmys it's true human beings at the emmys yeah. so uh, the emmys were really great steve i thought stephen colbert did a really lovely job mm. but why are we actually talking about the emmys as 30 because there was a lot of alec baldwin a lot there was so much alec baldwin <laughs> he gave obviously pretty much um for the first time i have actually ever seen in the emmys now i've only been watching since i was like 17 mm-hmm. that's probably 10 years that's not yeah, a long it's, still a, while. it's a lot but uh, this emmys first of all okay here's my number one complaint it was the 69th annual enemies and no one made a 69 joke sorry you said the 69th enemies and that's my favorite oh, thing you've annual, ever accidentally and 69th said and 69th <laughs> annual you were enemies? making a 69 joke and i got stuck on enemies no you did you got uh you you focused on the wrong part first of all no one made a joke nobody about made a joke about that that's it's amazing too easy. it's like if they said if it if, if the word duty were in the name and no uh, one made a yeah. joke about it come the on dundies sorry exactly <laughs> nbc brand joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's just an that's just an office joke. It's not an NBC brand know, joke, it's but it's not. just an office joke. <laughs> it's oh, true. you dork! I love it. Um, no, so the Emmys were great. Um, Alec Baldwin. Basically, they were re- rewarded SNL for their due diligence against Donald Trump, which love was, uh, yeah, not surprising. I think he I got an Emmy for it, right, for supporting actor in that, right? Donald Trump. D- Yes. Did <laughs> Donald Trump get an Emmy no, last night? No, 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 no. Uh, ja- uh, not <laughs> Jack Donnie. <Donnelly>. Lord. <laughs> Alec Baldwin won it. Yeah, they actually yeah. did a funny thing because they opened. Colbert did like 10 minutes on Trump, which I have feelings about. But uh, Colbert did like 10 minutes on Trump and then uh, talking about how Trump was obsessed with the fact that he's never won an Emmy because he, he wanted to for oh, uh, Celebrity Apprentice and then The Apprentice and didn't. And <laughs> we have gotten that. And like, it, oh, the reality show one, huh? No, they even. Oh, yeah, there's a. Rea- no, yeah. reality shows participate pretty heavily in the Emmys, actually, particularly in the creative arts enemies. Mm. But that's another conversation. You just said it again, and this is my favorite. Creative arts enemies. Uh, enemies. Dang it. <laughs> this <laughs> is my favorite. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just making me so happy. <laughs> you went to an enemies party last night. I an enemies party. It was not fun. I was really hated. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm going so nasally today. Uh, well, what were we talking about? The Emmys, Creative Arts Emmys. Yeah, Dr- Donald Trump wants an Emmy. Th- they did like a whole bit on that. But then Alec Baldwin won, and he was like, so "Technically, uh, Mr. Did. President, you d- uh, just won an Emmy. Congratulations!" Which was very funny and mean. <laughs> um, and his beautiful, super hot young wife was there, which I still roll my eyes at, but she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hilaria, Hilaria, we we admire you, and thank you for making Alec Baldwin happy and healthy. There we go. I guess, whatever. But it was a really good. It was really good. SNL like cleaned up, which I haven't seen ever. So that was kind of fun That's to watch. Cool. Kate McKinnon won, which was amazing. Oh yeah, I saw that. I mean, she's a gem. I would say I just always want Vanessa Bayer to get more attention because mm. I love her. But I mean, Kate McKinnon is a star yeah. too, so I get it. And anything else interesting about the Emmys that I really enjoyed? Oh, the big shocker was Sean Spicer showed up. Did you hear about this? At the Emmys, he showed up. This was up. crazy. He was like, uh, Wait, Stephen Colbert was in the intro. It was in the, not, it was in the like opening. And Stephen Colbert was talking and he was like, um, we can't tell how many people are watching. You know, we don't get instant ratings. But I have someone here who can definitely tell. So, uh, Sean, would you come out? And Sean Spicer rolls out with the podium Shut and says, the front door. Biggest watch Emmys, most attended, most watch Emmys in all time. And the best thing is the audience lost their mind. And Anna Klumski from uh, Veep, they they chose her. She turned her body fully around to look at someone, and her mouth was open. She was so shocked. It was like the best. Right now, sorry, yeah, you're I'm losing like your mind. <laughs> that is. Again, this is so fun because it's coming out in a week, and everyone will have read by then, but then Sean right. Spicer was on it. And just getting to experience your shock is super fun. That is amazing. No, it was shocking to me. And I'm just sitting there being like, why is he on? Why is he doing this? And then it, it, people were all over the place. I personally, it was very enjoyable to watch it. That's because, and they kept showing Melissa McCarthy, like, <laughs> shrinking in her seat. And then actually Stephen Colbert said, like, all right, thanks for being on the show, Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> to Sean as he left off. So that was oh really my funny. Gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, so... 
That is 3030s, the Emmys. But it was really good. I'm surprised she didn't watch. I definitely would watch some of the uh, clips. Um, oh, yeah. They made some and good I Westworld jokes. As someone oh, who's seen I some of Westworld except the last episode. Uh, I normally go through and I watch, like, the opening monologue and stuff. Normally at some point, I've just never. You always, like, had parties. And I was like, eh, like. I know. I'll have a Golden Globes party again this year. Oh, okay. That's my favorite, but that's not for a while. We're hitting awards season, though, guys. It's coming. I can mm-hmm. feel it in the air. It's coming. <laughs> We're in the lull before the season, and I, I like just love it. it. So it was really great. Yeah. Um, and so when we're both fans of Camille Longiani, it was at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Hi, uh, him and his wife looked amazing. I got very excited to see them at I the Emmys. I saw pictures. Yeah, it was a beautiful, uh, the ceremony was really beautiful, super fun. So Cool. Um, there was a lot of like we do the most important jobs on earth kind of talk that every time it happened we almost took a shot and be like here's to middle America being super annoyed <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's always funny every time they're like we do God's work um, let's have a conversation I work I mean that. I work in this and I'm like Meh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean we make people laugh and we make people think sometimes great and I, I, I say we very loosely because right, I'm not right. doing any of that but anyway I think I like to think at least one person like has laughed so far in our episode. Mm-hmm. We're making people laugh. The potties, which yep. is the podcast. That is the grossest <laughs> term for somebody who listens to a podcast I've ever. No, heard I was in saying that's life. our award shows. The potties. The potties. It's not though. It's uh, not. There's actually award shows. There is. The, there actually been, is. We've yeah. never been nominated, but no. it's fine. Hint, so. hint. The potties. That is the grossest thing I've ever heard in it's my life. It's disgusting. Yep. I'm so glad I went there. So yeah, thanks. Uh-huh. Uh, that's thirty thirty. The Emmys. Alec Baldwin was. He looked very handsome. He's letting his hair finally go white. Ooh. Excellent choice. Every time he dyes his hair, not dyes actually, he <laughs> dyes his hair. I'm, uh, I'm like, you look great. I have no judgment. You do what you want. But like, why fight? What's happening naturally that looks so good? Yeah, there's no judgment. People can choose to do with with their bodies what they want. I'm just saying. But like, if you're concerned about doing it because you think people won't like it, like, or it. if you're just if you're asking my opinion, which you're not, um, just like, did you not get that email? Everyone loves George Clooney. Yeah. You okay. Alec Baldwin emailed both of us. <laughs> being like, what should I do with my hair at the Emmys? Um, oh my god, I missed that one. I didn't know George Clooney is directing a new movie with Matt Damon starring in it. I just saw a preview for it last night. Are you sure he's directing it? Are you talking about downsizing? N- no, he is directing the movie. He's not directing downsizing. It's, or maybe Alexander Payne wrote it and George Clooney's directing it. That's an Alexander Payne film. He is. Find find out. I could be totally wrong, but I just. I'm like, it's all it's all over. Like he is a, the director for it. It's so uh, weird that Alexander Payne would like write a movie and not direct it. Yeah, he it's is. It's downsizing, right? With Kristen Wiig? Suburbicon. Oh, different movie. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what the problem was. Alexander yeah. Payne is making downsizing. Uh-huh. So we were both right. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that was what it was called. But yeah, no, I saw a preview for that last night. And I always <laughs> like when I see that George Clooney and Matt Damon are doing something together. It just There's just something about it that makes me happy. And so I was like, he's directing it and Matt's starring it. For They're playing more pranks on each other on set. I know. It's fantastic. I really hope that listening to this podcast where people is like listening to your aunts talk, try to talk about pop culture at the, yeah, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it was Suburbicon. No, it was downsizing. That's what we sound like right now. Let me put my AOL web browser and see what's on the homepage. Uh, a good AOL email address. Right. Mm-hmm. So Mom, that was 3030. Mom, get rid of your AOL email address. You've had that for a long time. <laughs> I love you. You've they, had that for a long I time. They, they have a building off uh, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in Beverly Hills. And I'm always like, how do you afford that? Oh. It's very, it's in, they it's they in, own it already. It's in Beverly Hills. It's like right off Ma- Is it made out of CDs? <laughs> Just all of their CDs. <laughs> I love that because I'm just imagining you looking at it. It's just like a homeless shell. It's like a homeless guy's house he's like <laughs> built. But it's really reflective. I know. I it's like that. All the birds hate it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, should we actually talk about We should talk Rock? about 30 Rock for sure. <laughs> Um, also, fun fact, what we're going to talk about <laughs> is that you and I watched this episode a month ago. Yeah. So this is going to be like watching, a, this is going to be a lot like watching a, a CSI episode where we're piecing things together and trying to remember yeah. everything. So we're just giving you guys that fair. We've seen this episode a million times that we intentionally watched this episode yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, this is already not looking good. I'm like, what happened here? Yeah, and then we weren't going to actually talk about it tonight, but... We are. So just... I remember half of the reason I wrote these things, so... <laughs> Hopefully I can help you dissect them. Yes, yeah, So the episode we are talking about today is season three, episode 18, which is Jackie Jorm Chomp. Jackie Jorm Chomp. Jackie Jorm Chomp. And this episode air date was April 16th, 2009. Mm-hmm. Director was Don Scardino and writers were Tracy 
not not Jordan, <laughs> uh, Morgan, uh, Tracy Rig- Rigfield. You, I have Emmy. You have Wigfield and Kay Cannon. This is like this is like a the dream team. Yes. Here's another yes. thirty thirty. Tracy Wigfield is pregnant. <gasps> is she really? Announced on Instagram. Aww. I got really excited. I liked it. That's I like that she a lot. Great. She was. She uh, maybe she'd already announced. It, I just missed it. There's also that. Well, chance. Remember when you just told me the other day that Mindy Kaling was pregnant, and I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, you were like two months late to that yeah, one. Yeah, very late on that one. Also, <laughs> like her period. Just kidding. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> snap. Also, <laughs> addendum to an <laughs> earlier 30 30. I'm yeah. wondering if that's why her and Cory Booker never went out. Oh, uh, she was like, Are you okay? I'm pregnant, though. And he was like, I don't think that's what it is. I think she was like, So here's the thing. Yeah. I live here and I'm pregnant. So no, no, no. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um, she's doing her own thing with her baby girl. I like it. So. I, my recap from this episode is coming straight from IMDb. Oh, why? Because I forgot to write it back when I did the notes for it. And do you not remember it enough to do it? Nope. So, <laughs> according to IMDb, this is historical. <laughs> written by JGP3553 at yahoo.com, shoot him an email. Um, <laughs> we should. Your synopsis sucks. Right. <laughs> but thanks. Is Jack tries to turn an accidental obituary for Jenna into a marketing opportunity for her. Janice. Uh, for a marketing opportunity for her Janice Joplin biop- biopic. Biopic is what I was going to say. Meanwhile, Liz makes friends with a group of single women while they. While away from work for sexual harassment. That makes it sound like all the women were away for sexual harassment. And that is not the case. Oh, I remember this episode yep. now. I, I'm like, oh, this was a good episode. I do this like was this This was a episode. great episode. Yeah. I love when Liz enters other worlds. The show is amazing, and I love watching it on the show. But mm-hmm. honestly, whenever she like has ones like this where she steps out or when she goes home, when there's like other universes for them to interact with, like the super wealthy, I don't know. I find it very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was These Are the Super Wealthy. Yes, I love seeing her in this episode. So there was, there must have been, there was another storyline, though. I don't well there's also um what was the other storyline? What's going on with Tracy? I wrote John Adams. Does that mean anything to you? Um did I Oh Jack, I did not hit that Asian <laughs> this is I'm so sorry to all of our listeners. You know we're normally Maybe we should this. just have the episode end here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. Maybe you should just call in at <laughs> tell us what happened in this episode. Okay, wait, so okay, so Liz is dealing with that. Jenna is dealing with she's gonna pretend to be dead and then <laughs> I went oh this is you. her being dead and then yeah i don't remember what's happening with tracy yeah there's something with passive resistance um there's a raven joke that i liked but i don't remember. yeah oh yeah there's a really good uh, sh- but she knows what she did <laughs> that's jenna um jack i did not hit that okay. oh it wasn't a bird joke it was a that's a raven joke. Yeah. I was like, what? Did a bird fly into them? I've been watching Superstore and they had a bird's episode. So that's what I associated it with. Yeah. Maybe there's just not a trace. Ma- maybe that's why I'm so confused. Maybe there isn't a Tracy storyline happening. He's in it, but it's not a major storyline. Yeah, I can't help you here. Oh, uh, you know what the other storyline is that's kind of in it? Sort of is Kenneth and Daphne. <laughs> I would not be able to attend your wedding. <laughs> Because of a prior engagement, the dancer. Oh, it's because gr- uh, is it Grizz or dot com? It's Grizz. Yep. It's always Grizz. Dot com is not ever given a love story in this show, other than being in love with Grizz's fiance. Fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. So poor Grizz, or poor dot com. Yeah. So you're right. Grizz is dating that dancer. Yes. Oh, poor. Kid. Oh, that's it. That's that's kind of what Tracy's. Sorry, you guys. That's what Tracy. He ends up firing that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. There's this whole workplace harassment. Oh, because that. So sexual harassment stuff is like what's happening or whatever. That's the and theme of this episode. That's the theme of this episode. Have you ever had to watch like sexual harassment training videos or anything? No, thank God. Oh, I do. I have to do it every single year. Um, the last couple of years, it's been a cartoon that we have to watch. Ooh. That it's like an eight part cartoon that and it's like. Is it Southern? Is that why you said it that way? No, I just cartoon. a cartoon. And it's and I sexual harassment is horrible. Don't sexually harass people. I have to. You heard it here, folks. But it, it, but it's, and it's like a cartoon. But it'll have a cartoon of like a waitress at a at a place, and she like bends over, and like the chef like eyeballs pop out looking at her butt. It's yeah, it's it's a thing. That's horrible. Yeah. What would you prefer though, that or working with Jeffrey Wienerslav? That is Wienerslave. That is a very 
funny and appropriate joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> that guy, the the mascara they put on him is so funny. I know. Do you know? Is that is that this episode where it's like, do you know how hard it is to be an overweight transgender? In no, this that's country? in the Oprah episode. Was that the Oprah? Okay, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember what that, that. That's the line that I think of when I hear him. Okay, so Tracy, he he needs he wants to t- he he goes to Jack's office and tells him that he's going to be in a he's in a relationship with one of the dancers or whatever and she's like you're in, well no but i'm planning on it which that is nbc brand joke because i'm rewatching the office right now and gabe does that with val in the warehouse room he goes to toby and he's like i'm in a relationship oh with val and he's like do you even know her last name no but we had a conversation about like about mondays or something so that is the um preemptive hot person with the other person oh um, i didn't watch it i didn't watch that i always forget zach woods was on the office oh yeah yeah, yeah. i just remember when he was lincoln on the office that was really wonderful uh-huh. gosh zach woods dm does gb that stunner mifflin does gettysburg oh I remember and they got those bright pink hats and jim's like I i'm should pretty sure this means seasons. something i should watch those last seasons zach woods that's so it's that just show. about robert california just left in my rewatch through and that just makes me a lot happy and Catherine I, tate's on it so it's like oh i do love Catherine tate i don't know who robert california is it's um oh my gosh who's the guy who plays him we don't have this isn't an office podcast. no it's not i'm so sorry i'm so sorry you guys. <laughs> no i'm doing this to you i, <laughs> no, I, I you're got fine. on my zach woods people uh, diatribe. get mad when we get too far off track so this is gonna be a great episode mm-hmm. leave us never mind don't leave us reviews for please this actually episode. don't pay attention to this episode not if this you're listening episode. right now just skip to the next one just skip okay so but so kenneth goes in to say hey i'm gonna date daphne and then grizz walks in with Daphne mm-hmm. and then Kenneth is just like I'm sorry I will not be able to attend your wedding um, I was so sure for a while that Kenneth was asexual so this is very interesting it's to nice me. to see like he's a really into the blind girl he likes redheads oh uh, see mm, Kelsey there's such say? a future for you and Kenneth <gasps> me and Kenneth uh, <laughs> that's so gross <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross I like them all just kidding he, that's gross too uh, <laughs> <laughs> no I know but it's uh we're hinting at things Kelsey we must be careful <laughs> I know right no but he's uh I don't know he's just so asexual to me <laughs> on the show yeah no that's a very good point I hadn't thought about that but then we but have he's also, also very seen old, him 1950s like old America like yeah. values they always have to have him fall in love with like the sweet girl but it also just makes so much sense that in his innocence he would fall in love with the super hot sexy dancer and, na- and be naive about her well yeah, and then there's the really really funny joke about um I love that they pick on Meredith Vieira on a fairly regular basis just this. pretty much any NBC personalities they yeah. make fun of but so he <laughs> Kenneth ends up saying that Miss Vieira made Kenneth throw out his sexual harassment manual because pretty boys like him shouldn't be filling their heads with ideas and then <laughs> he sits there starts flipping through and he goes oh Miss Vieira Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vieira is a sexual predator and Korean <laughs> subas are just getting it on in all the different uh, closets uh-huh it, this is just like a like a sexual nightmare at NBC that is very true I was gonna try to make a joke about that and I couldn't come up no with all that was just a reference to what she uh the joke uh Tina Fey makes at the uh, Golden Globes where she was like this person's here uh, that person's here Quentin Tarantino's here star of my sexual nightmares that's <laughs> right that's and right. he laughed so hard in that it made me it makes me giggle but <laughs> no I think that storyline is just very cute and very cat if it makes sense totally how does it end um Tracy fires Daphne Oh, that's perfect. That's problem <laughs> solved. Get rid of the woman. He's like, uh, classic Tracy. Done. Just if you can't see the problem, the problem isn't there. Right. Peace mm-hmm. out. Okay, so then the Jenna storyline. Mm-hmm. So Jenna, Jackie Jormjomp, so she's at the Kids' Choice Awards, <laughs> but Raven Simone knows what she did, mm-hmm. and she gets that nobody pays attention to her they're excited about backpack is here from Dora the explorer i love i love that red carpet <laughs> scene it's so funny because they're going oh. through the whole like pr th- and then but the backpack is there and then i love that helen mirren presents oh i know oh you, you got, you got, me, got again. me again yeah <laughs> again again what a yeah. great way to make a joke better is adding the word again Mm-hmm. It's I was who's I, I watched it with someone and they didn't get it and I was like you have to understand they slime people on these shows and it's a big deal to slime a celebrity so just making fun of the fact that like what would it be like to slime Helen Mirren and how dumb is that right that it, and that she was just like all right I was like young enough to still be watching it when they slimed Johnny Depp and that was like a big uh, deal was that like pirates yeah it was because pirates was coming out 
Oh my goodness. I can't imagine being an actor and being like, I'm fine with this. Right. We got a great gig for you. You're going to host an award show. Who thought of that? Who? I want to be in that pitch room where they're like, yeah, we're just going to take celebrities. We're covering with our green goo. So have you ever. There it's going to be like, it's like that scene with the cocaine and other. Oh, Rock, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Rural Jerks, great the title. Rural Jerks. There was, um, there was a, uh, a theme park up in Northern California called, and maybe there's more of them throughout the States. I honestly don't know, called Great America. And it was a, a Nickelodeon theme park. I guess it must have been sort of like Universal. Because it's not Universal Studios. Has some Nickelodeon has some, stuff. So this place did too. But they had like the a live home. show that kids can go watch. And they slimed kids on the show. I went there with, uh, when I was way, way little. There's an awesome picture on my Instagram of us eating cotton candy out there. Um, but yeah, but they slimed people that came to the show. And you were like. Okay, it was because it was big on Nick shows. They always slime people. And yeah. no one knows what's in the slime. Did you ever play with Gak when you were little? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, it's a lot like that. I just find it very funny. I, I just really want to be like, what um, What CEO of what network was like, yes, mm-hmm. green slime. His kid. It worked, though. Mm-hmm. Let's, they've been doing that for 20-something years now. Anyway, for whatever. A very long time. But uh, Jenna f- being dead is one of the funniest things. Yeah, I love the in memoriam. It's like... <laughs> the bear and then the guy who plays the voice of the bear whatever which that just reminded me so much of the pilot it's episode so funny. where they don't care about trait le- about liz you know and one of the writers but trait like that sort of a thing well that w- that's not even that it's it's realistic I well know, it's no 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 it's more like i took the joke very differently i took the joke as they were t- trying not to tell the kids that the bear isn't real oh so they're like mr fuzzy's died and this guy who voices Mr. Foot. Like, it's a separate thing, I thought. Interesting. I didn't think okay. it was a play on the important celebrity. I thought it was a weird play on kids' dis- uh, uh, disassociation with, like, the abstract and the real. Oh, how funny. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but I'm going no, with I it. No, I get it. I Interesting. We got That's that. That's what definitely. I got out of that. I like it. Um, but so they're sitting there watching the In Memoriam video, and all of a sudden, Jenna's face pops up there. Because Jenna is dead, apparently. Probably never go into how that happened. Well, I want to know how did Jenna die? Like, isn't there that other? Is it one of the other storylines in another episode where they talk about how they thought that she would? Oh, oh, or is it this episode where they're like get together her real? Oh, it must be this episode. And he's like, oh, we still have left over when she cheated on the mobster. Oh, yeah, yeah, when she they already have a montage put together from when she cheated. (laughs) I wrote (laughs) monster. Mobster is what I meant. Both of those words work in the same situation. Very much does. It does. Um, and so all is fine because people are, because Jack says the great line, I want to Tupac you. Um, and then she goes, fine, but I have to pee first. And that's just a thing. <laughs> um, and then Jenna says, oh, I can play dead. I watched my whole church group get eaten by a bear, <laughs> which I love because I have a couple of church summer church camp memories involving a bear. Nobody died that I remember. Um, yeah, I never saw a bear at Hume. Oh my goodness, Grace has this fantastic story of her, like there were all these warnings about like bears all week long, and I just remember us walking outside of our cabin one night, and you saw all of the counselors running down the hill with mattresses to try and look as big as possible, running towards the bear to get the bear out of camp. <laughs> and then the next night, Grace went to the bathroom, and she came back all scared, because she said that as she was leaving the bathroom, the bear was like right in front of the door to the bathroom. And it was like 10 feet away. But every time she would tell the story, the bear was a little bit closer and a little bit closer and a little bit closer. <laughs> it was really like but 30 feet away. Yeah, basically. But, but yeah, so that, I'm like, terror. Yeah. Regardless, of, if I can you see can a, bear, a bear, I'm going to be scared unless I am like, unless it is in a cage or I am in a cage or a car. <laughs> uh, oh, let's hope a car. A, ca- a cage on wheels. Why are you, a, a, a why are you a in a cage, Kelsey? I don't, you know, like those. They don't rich, have, they don't do have they shark. They don't <laughs> do that with they bears. bear encounters like a shark? No, first of all, they don't have those. Can you, that be Ter- can you imagine you're like in the middle of the woods and you're in a cage and then like tie raw meat to the top of like the cage the bears are coming that'd be ter- I don't that is not a good idea no Cassie <laughs> it's not you know what because here's the thing sharks don't have arms oh crap so, sharks so it's can't- a big cage well, well no but it has to have a lot of tiny I mean if we're gonna okay we're gonna tear this up we're gonna literally tear <laughs> this apart like a bear because sharks it's only mouths and they're huge they can't fit in yeah unless it's that terrifying video where that shark did get in the shark cage oh yep yep, yep. Oh, so scary Nope, 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 but nope. But no, nope. but bears have claws and arms that can reach into things. So I get like, so you wouldn't want a shark size cage, like the, like the shark encounter size. We just stick you in a trunk and then <laughs> put you out there, cover you in honey, just have and a put little you in a trunk. Cover me in honey. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I'm actually terrified of bears. They're like so. I have I, a, I have it. a we- uh, intense. I my nightmares are always bear driven. Really? Yeah, I'm always being chased by bears in my dreams. Bears are velociraptors. 
one of these so things is very different than the other. Than the other. <laughs> uh, my father showed me Jurassic Park at too young of an age. Oh, clearly. Um, but all that to say, they are uh, bears terrify me, and I watch The Revenant. It's scary. So. How did we get here? Jenna, bears? Anyway, bears, don't, yeah. you should not do the short cage plan. <laughs> no. Terrible plan. Jenna is the sort of person who would play dead and watch a bear eat everyone. That's It'd be totally fine. She's from. a sociopath. Yes. I love it. So that's how. So they're like, we're going to kill her. So we're going to pretend she's dead. You got to hide. Jenna's dead. I love how <laughs> Jack goes up to Pete and goes, Jenna's dead. And he goes, huh, I don't feel anything. What's wrong with me? <laughs> no feeling about Pete it. Pete is slowly spiraling down and down and down. But love him. So, but it ends with her doing their special, like, TGS episode. And Jenna is, like, peeking out of the sides. And, you She's know, Tom I just. Tom Sawyering. Yeah. I mean, look, you can't oh, blame that's her. that's right. That's a good. That Everyone I, wants to watch their reference. funeral. That's, like, the dream. Mm-hmm. And so they're sitting there peeking out, like, oh, it's okay. They're talking about me. And then she freaks out. It's her real age. Because it's her real age. It says she was born in 1969, which is her real birth year, which is appropriate for Jenna. Um, sorry. <laughs> going off of your that enemies a sex joke. joke uh-huh it is good for you and so she's freaking out but she says she's 32 and so she it is so worth it to her that her real birth year is not displayed that she comes back from the dead and sings a creepy amazing version of muffin My top muffin top is all that Oh, and no, her trying to cover it too is very funny. Yes, her little Krakowski like slither. Is, has such physical presence. They do really. Also, she looked great at the Emmys. Yeah, she had okay. A blunt bob going. Aww. Everyone was doing. This is what everyone was doing at the Emmys. They're doing the deep V's. Okay. Where their boobs are taped super flat. Oh, uh, weird. So it's almost like they have pecs. It's really strange. It looks very uncomfortable. I watch it and it looks painful. Mm. But that she and Gina Rodriguez both did that and they uh, looked good. Okay. I'm not knocking it, but it just looked painful. She had a deep, a black dress with a deep V. Okay. Looked amazing but so they just don't have any cleavage basically then no it's like but they do have cleavage oh, okay. it's i'll show you photos it's okay. very it's just defies gravity in a lot of ways but all of this to say she looked amazing and she it's such a physically interesting person i think because she is so i just remember when watching her do like the splits in she loves me mm. right she's just incredible yeah and her phys she does really good this isn't even the best example of it but her physical comedy can be really excellent yeah just watching her on that stage trying to cover it up i just mm-hmm. wish they let her do more well, physical and comedy. Another episode that we'll be talking about in a couple of weeks, she does some really physical comedy with them um, with a monkey. Oh yes, that mm-hmm. is true. That she is very true. Stuff. So her story is pretty simple. I think my favorite things were just that Raven Simone joke was so excellent. Yes, she knows what she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, and I just love that how willing she is to do anything to help her fame. Yes, like going to the Kids Choice Awards, right? And talking right. to children, and just but backpack is map here, whatever they end up saying, which is oh, just so good. Oh, we also get the that she's oh okay so it turns out what did i oh because oh so jack says we have to change the name to jackie jump jump and it turns out not having the janice joplin life rights or any janice joplin songs was a negative for audiences <laughs> but what about my duet with Jimi hendrickson's at woodstocks <laughs> and then it's we're, we're all here at woodstocks woodstocks <laughs> someday there will be a black president <laughs> um and then do you need Oh, what the heck was this? Oh, do we do we need a sex tape release? Because I got a weird one. It's night vision, and you can see that his buddy is robbing me. <laughs> Jenna would. Jenna would. Oh um, my gosh! I just no one does the twist on a twist on a twist joke like Thirty Rock. Mm, oh, so it's true. absolutely my favorite thing. I just want to practice that so much. Where you write a joke and then you add a layer to that joke and then you add a layer on top of that joke. So it's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. So good. All right. Final storyline. Let's get to the one that this is honestly, this is an interesting episode because normally I would say A story, B story, C story, pretty the same. But for me, there's something about this A story that just topples the other two so easily. It's so good. It's such an all-encompassing one and it's such a great journey for Liz. Yes. So this is recover. This is the fallout from the episode where she gives the other guy top front um, her worst <laughs> quadrant. And so she top is on, lemon. as as Kenneth says, X-E-X probation. <laughs> and he yeah so she she's on probation right now and she just has to deal with it so she has to go home and she doesn't want to be at home because she likes to work and she's a workaholic Super addicted to her job god yes. bless her we all are but so, so she's bonding with her doorman mm-hmm. and she's picking up polish <laughs> and then that's why i wrote like you were in poland yes 
And then, oh, and she goes, oh, like, learning. And then he goes, Pani Zamknijsi. And it's, please shut up, lady, or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> um, and then she meets a friend, Emily. Um, and she meets her because she learns that there is a gym in the building. But more importantly, there are vending machines in the building. <laughs> and then they bond, and she finds a group of ladies. These women, I just, I love it. They're so sex in the city, New York, mm-hmm. rich. I don't know. I just find them very entertaining. Yes. They're very beautiful. All of them are beautiful. And so like, I, they're so cool. I wrote, when Emily first walked in, I wrote, hot lady. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I couldn't remember her name. Um, yeah. So she ends up bonding with them. And then there is just this incredible montage of her Liz going through the day with them because she's trying to convince them like no I couldn't have any fun like all I want to do is work and then she's like okay well I can do one drink with you well I can do this with you and just that amount of of you just see Liz in the same spot and just throwing on the sunglasses drinking this getting a facial like I think is just such a great I love that I love that. Like, I don't know how long it is, minute and a half or whatever. No, that incredible, that, like, long shot. I love those things because I love imagining how they directed it in the rehearsals. Like, how did they construct mm-hmm. the scene? It's how we all feel with one take. Or, like, what long uh, long. If someone's off well. to the side, like, here's the next one, here's the next one, or whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, but you always think about the one, I think the one that's famous right now is probably the La La Land dancing, right? Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. the one long shot. Um, one of the first great ones is in the, uh, the touch, A Touch of Evil by Orson Welles, mm. one of the original early um uh, have you ever watched that that intro? I don't think so. It's like a four minute, just like one. Like I, there's an actual I mean, term Baby for this, Driver and I'm ruining it. Yeah, Baby Driver does a really beautiful mm-hmm. one where there's just an incredible amount of like orchestration and yeah. direction, and they're kind of in vogue right now because of Birdman, obviously, uh, yeah. and everyone loves them. And I don't play it. It's incredible filmmaking when people can do them. So this is what this one kind of felt like with the way they filmed it. I just love her tone of voice, the way she does this. Then I'm buying them. Right, yes. Just those uh, things that she's talking. It's very funny. And then it just ends with them at night. Yes. Well, I lo- So I love, though, when she's first meeting them. Um, and she's like, not too shabs. Short for shabby. Hilarious. And then she learns what all. So she's learning that all these other women used to work and were these amazing people. And then not so much anymore. And so she learns that. Um, one of them, um, she's like, I <laughs> short the housing market, um, or write a cookbook for, spe- for specifically for mixed race children <laughs> or marry a rich dude, old dude who dies five, I want to say, or have mild lupus and great insurance. Like <laughs> just these women are just characters man such characters They're so interesting. I think it's a really interesting picture though, because there are always those people in the city. Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just I've met people and there's no knocking people, you know, however you can. Oh, I'm just I hear myself sometimes. But like but I mean it like it. however you make your money and make your life like that's your own business. But I just always meet people. You meet people like this who somehow the way they're getting by or what they're doing. And I'm like, so what do you do during the Mm -hmm. day? How how do you afford to live That's in Silver Lake? I want to talk to somebody who is a professional blogger because I want to know how they did it. There's people. Who, yeah, there's so many. There's mm-hmm. so many. I want to do that very badly. Girl, get in I it. I think that'd be amazing. I think you should really pursue that. I will work on that. I just need I topics. Goals. I don't have interesting enough topics to just talk about myself. What if you just called it topics? But I and then have people give me topics like I, my one of my favorite subreddits is the subreddit writing prompts mm-hmm. because I love writing, but I don't come out up with things out of thin air. And so like, I go to writing prompts and they'll like have some like prompt where it's like the world is taken over by aliens and there's one weird thing that you can do to get them to turn away. What is it? And you like write the story. What is it, Kelsey? I don't I didn't write that one. That was just one I've seen. <laughs> but, so, but, but I take the right and I, I never submit it. But I have I have a word document where I keep track of like my writing prompt responses that I just have in a word document that I, I keep track you need of to make a Tumblr. Um, I have a Tumblr, but that was like when I used to just repost office memes all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that for myself. But yeah, so then so she is Liz is Liz suddenly realizes she's missed her show. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's not what she realizes when she missed her show is she realizes these women are a sham and the thing that keeps them fresh. Well, not so she misses the show first. Uh huh. Does she, she? Yeah, yeah. She she actually misses the show and then oh she didn't the watch yeah, the show. Yeah, she didn't. Watch I thought the you show. meant emotionally misses. Oh it. no no sorry no yeah, yeah no she 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 didn't watch her show and then yeah and then she learns. <laughs> well, I I want to <laughs> back up. We also realize she gets more time off. Oh, happens. right. She intentionally goes in. She goes right. in and sexually harasses Jeffrey Wienersley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God bless that poor man. Um, I wrote. 
dang Wienerslav is a buzzkill, and I don't remember why. Wienerslav uh, is a bit of a buzzkill. Wienerslav has been through a lot, though. Yeah. Oh, she gives him the... That's right. So he gives her the... <laughs> The certificate that says she's no longer a workplace sex criminal. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and then Liz, looks, and so she, she, she and Jack have like this heart to heart and she like says, well, I have enough money saved up to not have to work for two years. So she's just going to stay at home and hang out with these ladies, hang out with these her ladies. mimosas, get her Botox. Wow. And they're just gone just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and live this life. I love. I like this because it reminds me a lot of Ali Wong's stand-up, where so many women really do daydream about this lifestyle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen um, that. One. I used to talk about it. Is it no? It's an Ali Wong joke. We're basically. This wasn't me. This was purely Ali Wong. She has so many jokes. Have you seen Baby Cobra? Mm-hmm. Where she's over and over talks about like why did we change what we used to have yeah. as women? We used to just stay home. It was home. so good. Yeah. It was so good. And it's a really great joke because obviously that's not what people want. But I don't know a single woman who hasn't been like, why are we doing this? Right. Like, that would be <laughs> I nice. could have just had a kid or two and stayed home mm-hmm. and slept, e- even though that's very busy, too. I'm not knocking. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm being so PC tonight. I'm just, like, nervous of everything. But I just, uh, I love that bit. And this is what this is. It's playing with that part of every woman's hat. It was like, what if I just didn't work? Yeah. Oh, and throwing in some fight club with it also what <laughs> if i was in a fight club yes um which is just such a great little like oh me man and she just gets so like i just love how d- like disappointed she yeah. is oh god this is a fight club this is very disappointing <laughs> um and also though liz did yoga in like high-heeled boots that was like so unliz about her and it was so that bizarre whole, the whole thing was unliz very did botox are you kidding right. me? she also didn't eat junk food um and she's like eating right working out sleeping as anyone else bming like a rock star <laughs> but then you get the one girl who she's like what day is it and she's like i read somewhere it's tuesday <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh my oh goodness gosh but yeah so she ends up showing getting to the studio and she is bruised or whatever she looks amazing though. right but she is so happy to be yelling at this is a disaster and she's just so happy and I love it. I lo- this show really plays on expectations and reality really beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is the thing with this show. She always thinks, oh, I want this thing that's really other. I'm watching the last season and I'm not going to go into it. But I think m- over and over again, Liz finds out the thing she often, the thing she's always wanted is the thing she has. Mm-hmm. And a version of it. And that she's a lot happier. Which is, I think, true of all of us. Oh, right? totally, totally. But I think that is such a mature and interesting theme about life is that we're often chasing these things. But what we have is really fulfilling in a lot of ways. And just really, truly being honest with ourselves about what we're enjoying. Yeah. Because that's really what plays out with Liz in the end is what she wants. Yet just a, there's so many things she really wants in life were right in front of her or came I mean, very naturally. This happened uh, beginning of season two where she it helped her realize like, oh, no, sorry. I think it was beginning of season three where she realized that oh she doesn't need to have a biological kid she'll be very happy with adoption yeah like really it's changing what she always assumed that she wanted like oh i can do this differently and i like that which i think as a young woman a youngish woman that's a this is what i really love about it this is what about bossy pants really spoke to me it's this idea of like you will grow with your ideas you like just that grace of knowing that like what you want might not might change and that's a really good thing and that this show shows me that it's really nice to get older and not oh, yeah. like in the aging and growing and maturity that you're not done growing up at 40, but that there's still wisdom and experience and that things can be better. I, I'm just saying yeah. words right now and I know it, but Tina Fey always reminds me of that, that there's something totally. really beautiful about being in your, fo- like being a woman in your forties and like things that you learn then and like the, um, and the honesty you have with yourself. I don't know. Yeah. It makes me excited to be that age. I like it. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. That's uh, all I got. I love it. Do you have any favorite lines from this episode? Um, I love the delivery of "Then I'm buying them," which I already yes. said. Um, and then that's all I've got. I think there was that line where she was like, "Like you were in Poland," mm-hmm. where I think she was saying a doctor or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, because oh, because we have a saying here that laughter is the best medicine. And so, because I make people laugh, like, I'm like a doctor, like you were in Poland. <laughs> it's a really great joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, oh, well, first of all, there were two Frank cats. Yes, Constant Craving, Craving and Tromaville, like Tromaville. And Liz has a shirt that says Body by Universal, which just made me really happy. <laughs> um, I had a couple of some of my favorite lines. I love that uh, 
Jack comes up to Jenna and says, Jenna, I need to speak with you. Jack, I did not mean to hit that Asian page. I was just swinging my arm and she walked into me twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Kenneth says, oh, because when Kenneth is trying to go to Jack to tell him about Daphne and she's like, well, and the handbook says I need to report any relations with my immediate supervisor. And and Jack goes, I'm not your immediate supervisor. There are perhaps 40 people between us. And <laughs> so he was like, well, I just don't trust Mr. Hornberger, sir. He has a ridge on the section of his skull associated with deviousness. <laughs> I love what there is a term for that. Uh, I forget what it is, but the study of like bumps on the, I, was oh, this on creepy. here where I was explaining uh-uh. this with someone else? There was a whole thing in the Victorian era. Nope. You know what? I was talking about Enneagram and Briggs, Myers Briggs with people. Oh, uh, okay. And we ended up getting this phrenology, which is the study of different bumps and ridges on your head. Crazy. And that where your bumps are say something about your personality. Oh my god. People gosh. were obsessed with it in the Victorian area. Like they would say like, oh, you have a bump here. This means you're this. It's literally, there's no, uh, right, yeah. there's no science to it. But people were super into it. You know, I didn't know until, because like, I've always had hair that that was a thing that some guys like oh like I can't buzz my head because my head's lumpy and I'm like I don't know if my head's lumpy I'm glad I don't need it but I know some guys that oh they'll never buzz their head because of that and they like don't want to lose their hair because you'll be able to see that on this side or whatever I'm like there's a Shel Silverstein poem about that where he's like there once was a man with wavy hair who was very upset to find when he shaved his hair he shaved his head. He just had a wavy head. Oh, really funny. I love Shell's. I love Shell's too. Um, my one other thing was that when it, uh, these are all Kenneth lines, was that when Kenneth gets there, he's bringing lunch. He's like, "Dot com. I forgot you get. I forgot to get you extra mustard." Well, <laughs> or he'll never get mustard except the mustard that comes with the sandwich. Like, <laughs> oh, just Kenneth oh, trying to be like Kenneth passive aggressive mean. is my favorite. It's so adorable. I love it. He's so southern. Southern. <laughs> I think we discussed this episode. I like it. Sorry for the ramblings in the beginning. Eh, but cares? thanks for sticking that out with us. <laughs> um, any, where can people find you, Kimmy? Um, go to at Kimchi Lucas um, on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I got nothing to plug right now. Cool. Just this podcast. Listen to this podcast. Yes. Uh, you can find me places at Redheaded Blonde, Instagram and Twitter. You can find our podcast places at Talk 30 Rock to Me. Send us emails. We like getting those. Talk 30 Rock to Me at gmail.com. Um, and leave us reviews, like, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I think that does it. Yeah, I think we covered everything. Yeah, please, again, review, send. We'll give you a sticker. It'll we will great. give you a sticker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes us a week or two to get them out to you, but we will get them to you, I promise. And eventually. then I'll reply saying, they're on their way. <laughs> Um, um, all right, cool. Thanks, guys. Well, Thank you. We talked listening. about Jackie. J- I'm done. Jackie Jump Jump. Jump Jump Jump. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.